and Gambo, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, it's a pleasure to talk with all-star Joe Mantiply on the program. It's the Burns and Gambo Show. Kevin McCabe's filling in for Burnsy. He'll be back tomorrow. His son got married over the weekend, so good job for... Didn't uh, invite me. K. McCabe didn't invite you. No. Yeah. Lumberjack. I was, in, I was in... I know. I can't believe it. Did you wear the suit and all the whole thing? I wore a suit, yeah. yeah. yeah I wore a suit. It was a I, wedding, of course. What do you, what do you want did me to dance? wear? dance? Did you get up and dance? You want me to wear a pair of some Viore shorts? And no, you don't get... In suits, you can wear the jeans and the sport coat now. You, you can just you, show up in like a t-shirt. Did like, you hey, dance? Did you get the wife out on the dance? We did. We danced. Though. Okay. We danced a little bit. You know. All right. So I don't. Want to, I don't. I don't have the moves. Like we, have Gallagher, all, so. we have an all star sitting here. We're talking about yeah, Dave Burns' exactly. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe Mantiply. We were talking about so many different things. He grew up in Virginia. He was a Braves fan, but the Orioles were closer. We talked about some of those teams you grew up watching. It was a, we had, you had Andrew Jones. Oh yeah. You had Giles. Yep. You had Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz. I was able to remember Steve Avery was the fourth starter on that team. I was team. thinking Dale Murphy. And then I had to look. I looked it up. They got Smoltz for Doidley Alexander. Skip that was Karen. exactly right. I'm thinking Skip Carey doing the broadcast. The last year. Last year, Doidley Alexander. So that was your favorite teams growing up. Yeah, it was. I, they had, uh, you know, my favorite player was um, Chipper Jones. Well, I love Chipper. Um, and then uh, I was a I was a fan of the big cat, Andre Scalaraga. Scalaraga. Yeah. Oh, he could smoke the ball. Yeah, I know. Um, now, now, were you in high school? You, you, you yeah. probably played a position too, right? Uh, yeah, I played a little bit of outfield growing up. Um, never played the infield. Never played first. I was kind of a skinnier. Um, still am a little bit. Um, so I, I was pretty athletic. I could run a little bit. So uh, I played the outfield. I loved playing the outfield. I loved hitting. Hit? Did you hit? I, I, I mean, I could can hit a little now, bit. I guess too. That's a. Uh, um, so you were I was a, a decent hitter in, in high school. Yeah, I was always a pitcher. So from like Little League on? Or? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just always kind of, I guess, had a feel for throwing strikes. You know, and at those levels, especially like watching Little League games now, it's like... I feel like guys struggle to throw strikes, and I was I was a kid that I didn't really I didn't really throw hard or any of that, but I could throw strikes. So, so my kid, he's thirteen. He'll be fourteen. <laughs> he'll be fourteen tomorrow, but he plays in uh, he plays for uh, one national. He plays club baseball. We're going to Houston this weekend oh, for God. a tournament, Spending and these money. perfect game tournaments. Like he's thirteen. Like this kid's throwing like eighty four. You're like, oh my God! Like, yeah, yeah. How these guys throwing eighty four, eighty five? And I clocked that clock. That guy clocked at eighty five. Like eighty five <laughs> at thirteen. Yeah, it's crazy. Like that's crazy, isn't it? Did you play other sports as well? Yeah, I grew up. Well, I mean, my family, we grew up playing everything. My dad played basketball in college. Where did um, he play? Elon. Okay. Um, so, you know, we were just a big sports family. Um, we played, you know, I grew up swimming, played soccer, baseball, basketball, golf. Um, and then kind of once I got into like middle school, it was mostly like basketball, baseball, golf. And then once I got to high school, um, I had a chance to make the varsity team as a freshman. And I mean, baseball, I was the best at baseball for sure. Um, pitcher, so, as yeah, a pitcher. Yeah. yeah. And Came then, up the uh, hitting thing. Yeah. I, I hit a little bit in high school um, once I became like a junior, senior. But um, yeah, just once I got to high school, just focused on, on pitching and, and baseball. And, um, you know, glad I did. But don't you think that you're more well-rounded as an athlete having played all those sports? And now they specialize everybody so early. We were growing up. We played all the sports. We played yeah. everything. We went by seasons. I think, Every three uh, months, we switched I think to a different sport. My age, it was like the start of the specialization. Yeah. Um, guys before me kind of played everything. Um, and then, you know... I, I played JV basketball when I was in eighth grade, um, and then we started doing our high school started doing like fall conditioning. Um, we had a pretty good baseball program at our high school, and so we had an indoor building, and 
um, we would do like workouts and stuff as a team. So, and I really wanted to make the varsity team as a freshman. So, my freshman year of high school, I didn't play basketball in the winter, so I could ready. work out for go. the season yeah. just to be around the specializing team. now. Yeah, Joe Magiply, um, pitcher for the Dimex All Star. But uh, so when, as you're going as your pitcher, when do you decide your starter, your relief, or do they decide that for you? When is it? Um, you, you were a starter most of your career. Yeah, right? I was a starter all through college, high school, college, um, and then my first year pro ball we did kind of a piggyback system in short season um so i never i started but i never went over three innings and then coming in my first spring training um they moved me to the bullpen and, and i have to ask this i mean i feel like i've done this a long time what's what's the mindset that was it wait a minute I, yeah. no no I get you, and, uh, the, uh, obviously the money's on on the bump yeah to start for sure well you know okay now I'm, I, you're the first guy i think yeah. i've asked that in 43 years what i because gamble what have they told you right now you're going to go do weekends and, and do a little high school show well I remember Ian you know Ian Kennedy uh, I mean Ian told me that we, we was with the Royals they were like hey what do you think about the bullpen and he was like well no I don't really wait is this a, is, do I have a choice here <laughs> and it was like he didn't but like they went to yeah. him and they were like what do you think about going yeah. to the bullpen but they weren't really asking him they no. were telling him and he was like reluctant like no I don't want to then he's like wait a second do I, have a, do I have a chance a choice in this and like no you're going to the bullpen and then he became you know you extended his career for a few years yeah. you know you extend your career by being in the yeah i mean i definitely love starting i love the routine but you know at the time it was just like you know that was my first spring training um last thing i want to do is be stuck and extended so to make a full season team you know they were like basically like hey we think you'd be a good piece in the bullpen um the, the guys that were lined up to be our starters that year in short season were our top you know five picks from the year before so um <laughs> it kind of was you know not my decision uh, yeah. um but I was, you know, I've I've always been whatever I need to do for the sure, team, you know yeah. what I mean? That's that's my that's where I'm going to that's where I'm going to set my focus. I'll so. leave that to your wife saying, yeah. "No, honey, you need to be a starter." Yeah. No, or your parents, yeah. Hey, "No, no." Oh, I you get start? it. I get it all the time. I get it all the time. You need to tell them you need to start. <laughs> I have. Let's I, talk about what last season meant to you yeah. to, to to get to the All-Star game. You had an incredible first half of the season. You're the Diamondbacks representative in the All-Star game. What did that mean to you and your family? Yeah, I mean, it meant a lot. That's something that um, um, you know, if I'm being honest, uh, you know, I was a late round pick, not a big prospect. Um, you know, I, that's somewhere that you always hope that you'd get a chance to do that. But I honestly never thought that I would ever be in the position to get that opportunity. Um, so for that to happen was just obviously the highlight of my career so far, you know, my personal career. And, um, you know, to get that opportunity was unbelievable. We talked, you did such a great job as a setup guy last year, but I remember when, when Mark was struggling and when Ian came in and Ian was struggling, it was like, man, who are they going to have to close out some games? <laughs> and we had a lot of discussions about you and, you know, because yeah. you were so consistent for most of the year. Second half, you had some struggles, but there was was there a point where it, where you started to think to yourself that maybe I could end up being a full-time closer? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like, uh, you know, that's such a tough inning. Um, and I just feel like, you know, having the experience in that is, uh, you know, it's something I, f I definitely think I could do. Um, so there was a couple times where um, I feel like I the moment maybe got the best of me in those situations. I made it bigger than it pro than I probably should have. Boy, it is different, huh? The night oh, yeah, it's different the for sure. Oh, man. It's a lot just of people don't vibe. understand that, but explain that. Why is it so different? It's still three outs yeah, somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's kind of got that feel of like, uh, you know, 
know, it's the hitters know it's kind of their last ditch effort. You know, okay. the, and it's just like They're it hacking. seems like everybody's just more locked in. You know what I mean? When when that game's tight in that inning, seventh inning, eighth inning, you've still got against the, the wall. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've always done the best in my career, kind of when my back's against the wall, um, and. I feel like you know that vibe in the in the ninth inning as a hitter is the same way. You know their their backs are against the wall and um, they're just so more locked in than they are in say the sixth or the fifth. And maybe they don't even realize it. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a different feeling for sure is emotionally. It, is it? Come, you're probably going to come in now after some guy throwing ninety eight to one hundred. Yeah. How much is that going to be an advantage for you? Because you guys have a bunch of power arms yeah. now, so you might go six seven with. One of the power arm righties, and then come to you in the eighth, and then you know have somebody close the ninth. But you know, with all these power arms, how do you think that helps you? Um, you know, to be honest with you, I've always been that guy. I've always been coming in after. I'm typically the the slowest thrower on the team, um, so I'm always coming in after power arms. I feel like, but uh, you know, I I feel like my off speed stuff, my command, um, you know. My my heater's not it doesn't have the crazy velo, but it's got a lot of deception and a lot of movement, and um, I think it plays. You know, I get swings, I'll get swings on ninety mile an hour fastballs right down the middle that you know guys get on hundred mile an hour heaters. So um, you know, I try to I try to read swings, and um, I feel like you know. I don't really worry about the velo so much, but yeah, I think coming in after those guys definitely helps me a little bit. Um, you know, changing speeds. So uh, yeah, man, I'm excited for this year for sure. How about when you look at the rule changes in the game? You can only throw over to first base two times now. Mm-hmm. How does that affect you when you've got a like if you're paying a Diamondbacks, you got Corbin Carroll on first base, yeah, or Alec Thomas He's on leaning first base right or, away. Yeah, you know, I mean, you've got I mean, and you only have two to throw over. Mm-hmm. How does that affect your approach to trying to keep him close to the bag? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't even know yet I, I i feel like we got to see how it's going to go that's a um, fair answer i don't know yet yeah it's we like don't either i haven't really been put in that situation yet so i think there's going to be some strategy coming into play but i think there's going to be there's going to be a little bit of time that we're going to have to figure out how to best use your moves um because once you i feel like using two quickly and you don't have any more um i feel like you got to keep at least one in your back pocket you know what i mean <laughs> Just, just to, like a timeout yeah, at the end just of the football to, game. Just to, uh, just if to you, keep them. No, yeah. right. Because if you I, see, here's the thing. Okay, if you if you use two right away, and they he know. knows you can't leave. They're halfway. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're halfway just, to second base. They're just timing it up. The only thing he's got to worry about is the catcher throwing over For first sure. when you deliver the ball. For sure. Oh, God. Um, Do you think you might have some more of those? I mean, if you get a scenario like that, and a guy says, "Okay, I'm going to take an extra, I'm going to take an extra three steps," could you have more pitch outs and throw to firsts? Is that even a possibility? Yeah, I mean, I get we haven't. I don't. We honestly, we haven't really ran through all the scenarios. I'm going to work I with Lavello on that tonight. Yeah, okay. I think we're yeah. all trying to figure out how we're going to use those. What's going to What's going to be our our strategy? And I think everybody's going to be different, man. I I, I think lefties are going to be. Um, I think you're going to see less pickoffs. To be honest with you, because um, guys are. Are going to want to hold it? Yeah, you're just not going to want to get to that. And then, um, if there comes a time, especially late in the game, where maybe you you get a sign and and you're second guessing it, and you need to step off. If you've already used those pickoffs, I mean that that's a balk. Then 
You know what I mean? Wow. So you gotta you gotta keep this is uh, a whole different animal. Yeah, you're gonna you gotta have to keep those disengagements. It's it's. I think there's a I lot of strategy. I don't, I don't strategies. Think I, I don't think I like that part of it. I don't know. And I always was. I was the guy who was saying they should limit how many they could do it in a game total. Just how many like the you know, combined. So somebody. Yeah, I'll be all- interested to see how how it all works out. I mean. Um, I think there's going to be we're going to find out a way to to use it to our advantage. I how think. about how about the batters now not having the time to you know to mm-hmm. a lot of guys who come off take their batting gloves and yeah, stuff. Why? You know, it's Sandberg and all those guys who just oh, take, take the bat. Craig Biggio you know, used to take the batting glove off like it take 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. How, how much of an advantage is it for the pitchers now that these guys have to basically stay in the box and get ready? Yeah, I mean, today was my first day using it in a game. Like, I've used it in the live BPs and stuff. Um, but I, I honestly, I liked it a lot. I yeah. felt like I was able to get in a rhythm. Good um, yep. Yeah, and like, I felt more repeatable. It was just like a, you know, I didn't have time to think about... You know, just get the sign. And yeah, throw. just get the ball, and I, I get in the habit of like rubbing it every time I get a new ball. I just rub it up. Just, um, but today it was just like, hey, catch the ball on the rubber, um, just locked in on the next pitch. So, I think honestly, for the flow of the game, for the rhythm, at least for me, um, I felt like it locked me in a little bit, and uh, I, I felt good with it. It's going to be so interesting late in the season playoffs to see how that's the thing. Yeah, you know, or, or even late in the game, early in the season, where you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, you know, all the. Yeah, I think there's going to be some kinks. You know, we ran into one today in my inning um, with the, uh, you know, Carson was coming off the field. He was the last out of the inning coming off the field, and I guess the clock started a little early. Um, And I was ready to go with 30 or 30 plus seconds left and umpire told me i was yeah catcher wasn't out there so he told me we're starting 1-0 well then there i don't know who was hitting i forget who the first batter was but he was he was wasn't ready either (laughs) so it started 1-1 oh my god um so and then after the inning um you know i talked to the umpire and he said uh yeah he they they started the clock a little early. They're supposed to, I guess, if the catcher's the last out of the inning, they're supposed to wait till he gets back to the dugout to start the to clock. To start the clock. Um, Makes so, sense. Yeah, I think there even was, there was the just a mis-circle. Yeah. Even if he's on the on-deck circle, I would it, think you'd want in to In our wait. lifetime, think about what we're talking about yeah. right now. This blows okay, my kid was, we had a game a couple weeks ago, my kid. It went to extra innings. I'm used to the California rule sometimes. Yeah, somebody put a runner on second yeah, base. Yeah. They started the game, bases loaded, one out. <laughs> no, bases loaded. That's how they started the game. Bases loaded, one out. I was like, are you kidding? And then we actually went to, to a third extra inning in the game because nobody scored with the bases loaded and one out. We kept getting double plays. Oh so it was just incredible. Like, it, just the rule changes, even yeah. at the You're talking to a level. couple of old but, guys here. Get, yeah. off, get off my lawn. I, I think uh, I think everybody's adjusting to it. You know, I think the, the – the, I, I don't know. I, I know the umpire talked to Tori after that inning, and I think they figured it out, like, yeah. what they would do in the, in the season, you know, if that – if that if happens, they, if they, which they'll probably run into it, I'm sure. Um, so I think everybody's adjusting to it. I think um, umpires are adjusting, players are adjusting. So, um, but I, I don't think it's going to be at least talking to the guys in the minor leagues that have last year that that um, that are in camp that dealt with the clock and stuff. I mean, they said it really wasn't that big of an adjustment, to be right. honest. All right, Joe, I appreciate it. I, I blew up the clock, kept you a couple extra minutes past. <laughs> but I'm supposed to break. My producer's probably going to yell at me, but I really enjoyed the conversation. Congratulations yeah, on the All Star appearance. Last year, and, uh, I'm sure we'll man. have you on again All-Star. during the season. For sure. So Thank you guys right. for having Thank me. You. That's Joe Mantiply from your Arizona Diamondbacks.